It's been a week since Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide or whatever happened. I mentioned it last Monday, but I didn't think much about it. I really didn't care if he died or not. So I was like, okay, good. We saved the government millions of dollars in a court case. So he died. Great. But it's been a week and the weirdness has had some time to ferment. So let's talk about it now. After all, it's been a rather slow news weekend. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh, you know, I won't lie. I was actually going to take tomorrow off, and was going to combine two different news stories today. Both were kind of, both were weird. The 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 news story I was going to talk about second was about Rachel Maddow and her meltdown on MSNBC, but I'm going to hold that off till tomorrow. It's going to be a shorter one. Here's the thing. I'm really trying to finish my book, and I'm having a real hard time because the news cycle is just awesome. But I, I decided, you know what, I, I've got to mix my news cycle with the... Um, I got to mix my news cycle with my book and I, I got to keep this podcast going because I, I won't lie. I'm having too much fun with it. Anyway, so let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. I, I really held this one off because I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't think it was that important. Another pedophile dies. I don't care. And, you know, yeah, I understand the victims want their day in court. I'm not sure why. And I'm not exactly sure what they've got to show that's going to be any different than it is now. But first off, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Let's spend an entire 45 minutes, an hour in talking about it. And the first thing we need to do is let's let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein himself. Uh, last week, Jeffrey Epstein, a pedophile billionaire from New York who was on trial for trafficking underage girls to the world's elite, committed suicide in jail last Sunday. Epstein had a checkered past and seemed to have been helped by his billions of dollars. Now, here's the thing. Epstein Epstein already got away with some things. Not a good guy. Very bad guy. Um, there was a lot of questions about how he earned. This guy was worth billions of dollars. And there was a lot of questions when this first came out where he got that billions of dollars. Well, here's a new slash. We don't know. But we do know that some of his clients actually were cheated out of millions. So, could be. Could we have another Maddow? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Bernie Maddow? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. We don't know. It's not out there yet. I'm not going to say it. But this guy sure seemed to be partying a lot and didn't seem to be working at anything, anywhere. But first, let's talk about his, uh, his history. He was first in trouble with police in 2005 when a 14-year-old was found to be in Flor his Florida home giving Epstein several massages on one day. Now, that would seem like, okay, that's weird. But is that really a crime? Well, apparently, he stripped down naked. He made her strip down to her, her panties. Now, mind you, no bra or anything else. And she would give him a massage. Though the, no sex seemed to be an issue, no sex seemed to be in play, the girl still performed the massage on a naked Epstein in nothing but her underwear, 
ill. Well, apparently the FBI thought it was ill too. So the FBI started a 13-month investigation during which they found multiple witnesses. And let me be quantitative here. 17 cases of sex with a minor. There were hidden cameras in his mansion. Hidden uh, child pornography and videos of elite people, presumably to be used for blackmail in the future. This was all in Florida, by the way. One of those men was, presumably, Prince Andrew, the Duke of New York. Duke of York. Oops. Uh, So, (laughs) this guy was something. He was a piece of work, there's no question. Charges were filed and a grand jury was convened, but the U.S. attorney in Florida at the time, in the district in Florida at the time, who happens to be Alex Acosta, and that might sound familiar in the future, struck a deal with Epstein. The deal stated that Epstein would plead guilty to solicitation of prostitution, excuse me, register as a sex offender, and pay restitution to the 30-some-odd victims. And by the way, it was 36-plus victims. Basically, he walked. The deal was so bad that eventually Alex Acosta, and here's where the name may sound familiar, Alex Acosta was the labor secretary under President Trump, and he had to resign. Because even though his reasoning was kind of like, okay, that kind of made sense, his reasoning wasn't strong enough, and the secretary of labor is not exactly a a high position Trump basically forced the guy out. He knew he wasn't going to stand. But you can bet once Epstein got a taste for what he was doing, he and the fact that he wouldn't get prosecuted, he was going to keep going. And he didn't. In July of 2019, Epstein was arrested and charged with child trafficking. If convicted, the 66-year-old could face up to 45 years in prison. In other words, he was going to spend the rest of his life in prison, period. And um, (laughs) spending the the rest of your life in prison as a sex offender of children, probably not going to be the way you're going to want to live the rest of your life, 36 years or however long he was going to live. Um, Epstein was found unresponsive in his cell at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York. He was rushed to a hospital and was pronounced dead. Okay, so what? A perv off himself. Big deal. Well, it kind of is a big deal. The, the victims were not thrilled he died. They wanted to face him in court... Because apparently these victims, and I still don't know where the parents of these victims were. We're talking these kids were between 12 and 15. Where were these parents? I don't know. But, and it doesn't excuse anything. It's just, it's an overall thing. It's an, it's it's something that blankets this entire case that just makes it seem so gross. I... My kid, if some 66-year-old man wanted 
my kid to show up at his house without me around? That's going to be a problem. But anyway, whatever. Let's go. Let's go with the. Let's stick with the case. Um, these victims felt really bad. Uh, William Barr said, we're going to continue. Donald Trump said, we're going to keep going with this. We're going to find out what exactly happened. This wasn't over. And guess what? I'm so glad I just said on Monday that a pedophile killed himself. He's dead. So what? Move on to the next story. I don't even know what the next story was on Monday. doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is this story fermented and it got weirder and weirder and weirder. And I'm so glad I waited a week. One of the reasons I decided to wait a week was the conspiracy theories were already flowing were already flowing on Sunday when he'd killed himself. But there wasn't a lot to the conspiracy theories. And here's something you need to know about me. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I, I, I believe that I believe that a rock is a rock. It doesn't matter that the rock was over here 10 seconds ago and moved three and a half inches to the right um, 10 seconds ago. None of that stuff actually bothers me. There are a lot of people who think Epstein killed himself, but think he was, don't think he killed himself, but think he was actually murdered. Epstein had a lot of enemies and he was connected enough that both political parties could turn this into an advantage. After all, that's what we do today. But first, we need to go over the suspicious death itself, and it was suspicious. And the reasoning, then we can actually pull reasoning behind the conspiracies. And like I said, a conspiracy theory in this case is going to be made up into twofold. It's going to be made up into, first off, they're going to create a political situation here and base their conspiracy to that political situation. Uh, reading a great book right now, which probably is a fantastic book, which is called Win Bigly. Um, and it talks about persuasion and it talks about conspiracy, and it talks about how irrational human beings are. And I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about this book later on this week, probably on a day off day. But we're gonna talk about this book. I'm about, I've read it once. I'm on the second reading. It's a fantastic book. You're gonna have to read it. And I have actually taken my filter on reality and tried to rid myself of it. But every time I did. Oh, by the way, all that is based on the book. Every time I did, I couldn't do it. It was just weird. You're going you're gonna to understand all of this stuff when I bring up the book. Okay. Let's get back to the story. Because I, I'm, I got a feeling I'm going to go left and right on this one. The death itself was extremely suspicious. Epstein was, one of the most secure, was in one of the most secure jails in the country. Joaquim El Chapo Guzman, the Mexican drug kingpin, was held there during his trial. His trial, which lasted well over a year, nothing happened to him. Each cell had a camera that was recording 24 hours. Prisoners 
are required to be held on 24-hour suicide watch, and prisoners are kept with bunkmates to make sure that if there is some reason that that individual decides to kill themselves, the cellmate could actually assist in keeping that individual alive. Also, if prisoners were thought to be suicidal, even if they weren't on suicide watch, that prisoner is given paper sheets, so hanging is impossible. And by the way, most of these places were two-story bunk beds, which are no less than, no more than six feet high. So hanging themselves is going to be kind of difficult. It's going to be the individual laying their butt down and, and basically choking themselves to death. That's going to be important when we talk about the autopsy results of Jeffrey Epstein. This sounds like a pretty good setup for a high-risk prisoner, right? Well, things don't quite work out that way. You may ask why. Okay, well, let's go through it. First off, the camera for the cell that Epstein was in didn't work. Okay, that's weird. They took him off suicide watch a month after he attempted suicide the month prior. And that removal of suicide watch was not because prosecutors or the warden. It was based off of the defense attorneys. That's kind of weird, too. Next, a few hours before he had killed himself, the administration removed his roommate for no apparent reason. Word is it that his roommate and him actually did get along. Now, mind you, his roommate was a officer who was on trial for killing, a corrupt officer, who was on trial for killing four people who were involved in a drug scam he was working with. Um, removing a suicidal inmate, removing the bunk buddy from a suicidal inmate was against jail policy. That's incredibly weird. Apparently, he was in the cell with a bunk bed with cloth sheets, which is not normal. He should have had the paper sheets. Extremely weird. Finally, and this is probably what you're asking right now, where were the guards here? There were two jail guards who were apparently not really jail guards. They were actually jail employees. And they were supposed to check on Epstein every 15 to 30 minutes. They fell asleep and didn't check on him after three hours. And when I say fell asleep, there's air quotes there. That's right. They both fell asleep and forged the check forms, check-in forms. In other words, they lied. Weird beyond all understanding. So needless to say, his death was really out there. There was nothing that fell along 
administrative guidelines. There was nothing that fell along um, the physical security of the jail cell itself. Things just really were odd. And, well, no wonder people thought there might be some sort of conspiracy theory. It was just weird. And then there was the autopsy. The medical examiner said it was suicide by hanging. And she was with an independent medical examiner. This was a medical examiner that was on Jeffrey Epstein's team. He agreed. This isn't that big of a deal, and I, I believe it was probably suicide. But that, was, but that wasn't what was strange about the autopsy. Um, what was strange is Epstein had a broken neck. He didn't hang himself from high enough to actually snap his neck. Now, I will, before I sit back and scream, this was a conspiracy, I don't believe it was a conspiracy. I really don't. Epstein was 66 years old, and there were very good chances that Epstein's neck snapped because he was old. He probably had some osteoporosis. You, you would think he was having sex with all these little girls. He probably didn't have, didn't really care for his, um, <laughs> his diet. So I got a feeling this was crap. And he probably did kill himself. But it's still really odd. It still really doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think it's time for us to explore this conspiracy theory. Now, I explored this conspiracy theory, and I got to be honest with you, the more I explored the conspiracy theory, the more I explored that it probably wasn't a conspiracy. It was probably this guy just killed himself based off an incompetent jail system. So let's go into conspiracy. As you may have guessed, most people didn't like the story of Epstein's death. I love the story because Epstein was a pedophile, a piece of crap, and suffering. the suffering is just starting for him. He's going to be suffering in hell, and I'm so happy about that. I have no problem with it. Uh, but unfortunately, I am in the minority. If you've been actually watching television, they talk about Epstein. It's one of their top topics, whether it be CNN, Fox, or MSNBC. It is one of their top topics. People do not like the narrative, that a narrative, and this will make people break the story into two separate narratives. The first we need to politicize this story, which I think is bullshit. He was a... he. Epstein dealt with anybody he could deal with. Deal with. He dealt with Trump. Well, he dealt with Trump when Trump was a Democrat. He dealt with Republicans. He dealt with Democrats. I don't think politics had anything to do with Epstein. Epstein was an entrepreneur. And I use that term loosely. The guy was trying to do what was best for him. The next is create a conspiracy. And that conspiracy was created in the uh, focus, in the narrative of that political, that particular political narrative, depending if it was on the right or the left. Now, here's the thing. The right and the left both had political narratives on this whole thing. 
So let's talk about both political narratives and go from there. The right exclaimed that this was a killing by Bill and Hillary Clinton. Uh, my side, and I say my side in the right, because I'm a right winger, obviously, not my side is, and I buy this crap, thinks that Epstein had something on Bill. Let's face it. Bill does like young women. He does. He actually impregnated a 16-year-old uh, when he was actually running for president. Uh, you can sit there and say it's true or it's not, but the reality is no one's argued it, So, including Bill and Hillary. Hillary actually argued it more than Bill. So whatever, we'll go with that. Oh, well, hey, I'll give you a step further. Bill paid that 16-year-old off. Okay, so let's get it. Um, knowing that Bill really liked the young stuff, and Monica Lewinsky was young. Let's not kid ourselves. Bill just liked young women. How can you give in to anonymous sex with a teen on an island that his own host owned? So if Bill was on that island which he was, there was no question about that. How could you think he wasn't going to have sex with young women? Now, does that mean he did? No, that does not mean he did. So let's go, let's go out. We need more evidence to that. I'm just spitballing here. I'm not, I'm saying if Bill had a 15-year-old woman in front of him, I'm not saying he wouldn't have sex with her. I'm saying it's more likely he would. But we don't know any of that yet. And we might. But let's face another thing. There is a trail of bodies along the corrupt trails that the Clintons took. All right? A lot. Six, seven bodies. I'm not necessarily clear that Clinton had any, the Clintons had anything to do with that. But it's questionable. Okay. So let's go with that. I don't buy it. But Bill did lie about being with Epstein as much as he did. He said he was with Epstein for one or two flights. It showed out it it showed that he was actually with Epstein for 27 flights. Now whether that was with one trip or multiple trips, we don't know. He said he was on the island, Orgy Island. We'll get into that in a few minutes. But he did have his uh special he did have the special secret service with him to protect him. We also found out that wasn't necessarily true. I'm just not so sure that you can sit back and trust Bill completely. He's got a history of sex with underage women. This isn't something new. This is something that happened well before he was president. But does that mean that Bill and Hillary actually killed this guy? I'm not buying it. Don't believe it. I think it's crap. I don't think they had anything to do with it. I don't believe that conspiracy is is valid. Could Bill have slept with someone? Yes. There's. <coughs> Here's the thing. There's no evidence that proves he did. So let's not even bring it up. Okay? Bill was with them. I think that was bad enough. And let's leave it at that. There's no evidence, so let's drop it right there. But it's not just the right that is sitting back and bringing up the conspiracy, so is the left. 
The left claims that Donald Trump, who was an acquaintance of Epstein, was involved along with his lackey Bill Barr. They point out that there were a lot of people right where the accused was messing around with kids, including Alan Dershowitz. So not only were right-wingers like Trump and Dershowitz hanging out with uh, Epstein, if I didn't make that clear, there were pictures of Trump actually hanging out with Epstein. And they were hanging out with young women. Now, we're talking women in their 20s. We're not talking 14-year-olds. But there were pictures of Trump. Here's the problem with that whole story. First off, Trump liked young women. There's no question about that. He proved it. He married his first wife, who was young. He married his second. He cheated on his second wife. His first wife with his second wife, who was young. He cheated on his second wife with his third wife, which is Melania, who was young. He did, but they were well above age. So I don't think Trump really had anything to do with that. Two. Trump kicked Epstein out of Mar-a-Lago because he had heard that Epstein was hitting on underage girls. So, I'm having a hard time buying it. I'm sure Trump took pictures with him and everything like that. I know he did. I've seen the pictures. That doesn't mean Trump is guilty. I'm also not buying that Bill Barr had anything to do with this. Bill Barr has already been Attorney General under Bush. Or I don't know who Bill Barr was. I, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's under Bush. Um, Bill Barr doesn't want to be Attorney General. Bill Barr is actually a good guy. I really don't think Barr would protect Trump. I think the second Barr found out that Trump was messing around with 14-year-olds, Barr would say, "You know what? I'm out." At best, at worst, he'd say, uh, "We're going to be prosecuting the President of the United States and impeaching the President of the United States." So I don't buy any of that crap. Like, I don't buy that Clinton had anything to do with Epstein's death. I don't buy that Trump or Barr or any or Dershowitz or anyone else had anything to do with his death. I don't think there was conspiracy here. And I think it's because conspiracies are stupid. I would per I prefer to believe the guards were incompetent and a man who was looking at 45 years in prison on a sex crime against children did not want to face the suffering he was going to go through in prison. There was circumstance that gave him the opportunity and he took it and he hung himself. I don't think this was about conspiracy. I believe that the Japanese Navy attacked Pearl Harbor and the United States didn't know about it. I believe that Kennedy was killed by a lone gunman and Oswald was killed by a Kennedy supporter. I believe we landed on the moon. I don't believe in conspiracies. I don't believe in this conspiracy. But here's the thing. it may, My reality filter may be clouding my judgment. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to accept anything outside of that. All right. So we may be talking about this in the future. I got a feeling we're going to be looking at this for a few months. But so far, this is all circumstance, and I'm just not buying it. Okay, so we've, we've got the, the BS passed behind us, and I'd love to hear 
any comments. So please comment. Visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics. Uh, visit all of my podcast sites, um, iTunes, Podbean, Podcast Addict, YouTube. Please leave a comment. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And by the way, subscribe and all that stuff. Okay, there's the commercial here because we're halfway through this. So let's get into the weird parts of this story. This is not as weird, but it's pretty weird. Let's talk about Pedophile Island or Orgy Island, whatever you want to call it. Jeffrey Epstein owned an island, owned one of the Virgin Islands in the Bahamas. It had a couple of nicknames, Pedophile Island and Orgy Island. These names are so insane, I didn't even care about any of the other names for these islands. The employees of these islands were required to sign non-disclosure agreements and were brought in daily from the other islands. In other words, no one actually stayed in those islands. So when Jeffrey Epstein was on the island, Jeffrey Epstein was by himself or with whoever he happened to be with, but he was not with his or his workers or his maids or whatever you want to call them. They were not there. So he had a lot of free space. Not to mention these employees were required to stay out of his way. So if Jeffrey Epstein was in a room, these employees could be nowhere near these rooms. It was part of the non-disclosure agreement. Okay, weird. There have been stories that were not confirmed. Uh, not confirmed completely, let's put it this way. Hopefully they are true, because if they are, we're going to get a lot of different answers. And this is where we come into some of the some of the first couple of weird first couple of the weirdness first there were reports that there was a safe hidden within Epstein's compound or let's we can call it a mansion i it's the FBI's calling it a compound Epstein called it a mansion whatever okay it looked like a compound it, green walls white roof it was a weird place the FBI was filmed with a lot of stuff in their arms when they walked out of the compound. Hopefully, that was some of the stuff within that safe that people were actually talking about. Many testified anonymously, of course, which means you can't really take it too seriously, that the safe held no money but pictures from hidden cameras that were set up throughout the corrupted compound. You like that? I work for a living, so I'm on call tonight, so I have to answer the phone. That was my phone, brand new phone, because I broke my last one. But anyway, so the idea was there was a safe at the compound. They found the safe. They broke into the safe. They took information out of that safe. This is a good thing, because it means that if the safe had no money, if the safe had black blackmail material we're going to find out about it it's awesome next it was reported that epstein just a couple weeks before his arrest which means he knew it was coming ordered a cement mixer from another island he transported the mixer on his own transports which nullified any insurance he could have and he had it on his island the next day 
in total, it cost him about $100,000 to get that device to his island, theoretically. Again, this is all rumor. We don't really know what's going on here. No questions asked. He paid by cash. And no one knows why. Very, very, very interesting. So we're going to find all this out because the FBI is really good at their jobs. Uh, this is a an American island. Doesn't matter who owns it. It's still part of America. So they're going to search everything. My understanding is they may not be off that island yet. I think we're going to hear a lot of things. Even though Jeffrey Epstein's death may have meant something for a lot of people, I don't think those people that are guilty should be sitting comfortable. I think there's going to be some more news out of this. And I, I am looking forward to having another podcast on another Monday saying, oh my God, there's more here. So let's get into the really creepy stuff. And there is some really creepy stuff here. First off, one of Epstein's bodyguards had an interview uh, in 2015 and basically said, well, I never hung out with him. I never saw anything. There was nothing there, blah, blah, blah. Well, former Russian UFC fighter Igor Zin Zinovich, Vif, I don't know, Z-I-N, O-V-I-E-V, -E maybe they've got some spelling that I don't understand, but he said he never talked to Epstein about his endeavors and never saw anything. He was just there to protect Epstein from all those terrible human beings, which I'm sure there were a million. After Epstein was dead, he kind of changed his tone. In an interview, um, he basically started backing up. He said, quote, so many time, and by the way, I'm quoting this, so this is his wording. He is Russian, so give me a break. Quote, so many time I tried to stop him. I tried to tell him my opinion about that. He don't listen to me. That's the reason why I am not working for him no more. I make him do that, dash, to let him go, end quote. Um, apparently, uh, people were not comfortable with what he did. Now, this isn't rocket science. There's nothing that this Igor is going to come up with that's different. We already knew he was a perv. But the fact that he tried to hide, which is what a bodyguard does, tries to hide what his bad person did. Hey, newsflash, the Secret Service said they tried to hide what, uh, John F. Kennedy did. And John F. Kennedy did, we're learning right now, did some really serious bad things. Um, bodyguards do that. They protect their client and they protect their clients 100%. This guy, this poor bastard, he's going to have to deal with this now in the coming months. And I have a feeling he's going to have to testify. Not the creepiest thing. The second creepiest thing is probably Bill Clinton, probably going to have Bill Clinton having some explaining to do here. If you go to my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics, you can see a painting of Bill Clinton. 
it is a hysterical it is a hysterical painting it is bill clinton in the oval office in an armchair his legs hanging over one armchair um, he's pointing at the individual who's painting he's wearing a blue dress yes he's wearing a blue dress he has red high heels on now, I'm guessing you're asking, okay, what does this mean? That blue dress was supposed to represent the blue dress that Monica Lewinsky wore. I'm not sure about the red shoes. I, I, I didn't think that much of it when Bill Clinton was doing it. But it was a kind of a creepy painting. It was really kind of weird. This Painting, and I put that in quotes, was found hanging in Epstein's $56 million mansion. And the only words I could come up with was WTF. I had to find several sources. If you go to Dumbasses Talking Politics, you can actually see the picture. I had to go to several sources to make sure that this was actually the picture. And apparently it was. Uh, Here's the story. This is what gets weird. That picture was not painted in Epstein's house by a some prophetic... This was not a Picasso who painted this picture. It was some high school girl who painted this picture. And it was sold. The girl did not even know the picture was sold. It was bought by Epstein. And hung in his New York mansion. Just effing creepy. I. It's just, it's not even that it proves anything. It's just creepy. But here's a newsflash. That was not the creepiest of them all. When Epstein was in jail in 2008, Epstein was on work fur furlough. Which means he could walk in and out of the prison. He had to stay in... I'm sorry, not prison. Jail. He could. He was able to stay in jail. He had to stay in jail five days, six days a week. And one of those days, he could leave his jail and he could walk out into public and do his job. Whatever job that was. And this is another creepy thing about... Epstein, no one knew how he made a billion dollars. It's still a big freaking mystery how he made these billions, whether it was legitimately or not. But apparently they caught him one night with two pair of undersized women's panties in his jail cell. This was reported last night or this morning. I actually read it this morning, but I think it was reported last night. Wow. This guy was just weird. Weird, weird, weird. Why anyone would have... Can I ask a question? And you can answer this question. When a guy is that creepy, do you not know he's that creepy when you're hanging with him? Did Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, Alan Dershowitz, all these people, the governor from, the Democratic governor from, from frickin' uh, New, New uh, Mexico, 
Did they not know this guy was really creepy? Listen, in conclusion, I I don't know what this guy was about. I have no idea. I'm not going to buy into the um, conspiracy theories, but this is kind of fun. It is a mystery. And we're going to have a lot more fun. I got a feeling in the next six months, this is going to get big. I'm going to be talking about this again. And not because it has anything to do with anything political. Just because this is a weird story. And we need to follow this story. Maybe it's a lot less of a big deal than it is. Maybe it is true crime and it's not as bad as we think. Conspiracy usually is not that interesting, um, and it's usually not compatible with real life, uh, but it's kind of awesome. Like an Oscar-winning movie that we'll see 50 years from now, and people say it was based on a true story. This is pretty awesome. Oh, my God. We'll just have to wait and see. And I didn't even get into my Rachel Maddow and Trump buying Iceland thing. Oh, I'm going to have to do another podcast. And I didn't want to do podcasts on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But the Iceland thing is really freaking funny. And it's been so overblown. And I love it. I'm going to have to talk about it tomorrow. So I tell you what, I hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Fool. R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can listen to and download this podcast on um, iTunes, Podbean, Podcast Addict, and YouTube. Uh, Go to the website if you want to see the actual YouTube address. I don't have a lot of people. I'd appreciate it if you um, subscribed and commented and rated I'd really appreciate it and I would really <laughs> I, I'm just thinking of this weird stuff this weird thing tomorrow we're going to talk about uh, Rachel Maddow losing her garbage tomorrow and oh by the way please visit my website at com. you can look at some of the pictures this will probably be posted tomorrow afternoon I've got some correcting to do. I hope you guys had a great time tonight. I I did. Uh, have a great night. You've listened to Gene, and this is Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.